The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome, Bills Mafia. How you guys doing tonight? We got a packed house up here at Resurgence Brewery. Welcome into a special edition of the chop up for the Buffalo Rumblings official beer release from Resurgence Brewery. My name is Joe Miller, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. This event is brought to you by the Market Dominator. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, feel free to call or text the man, the myth, the legend, John Spaschek, who's sitting right over there. John, put your hand up. 716-570-3298. John Spaschek is the man. As I said, my name is Joe Miller. I'm the host of the Overreaction Post Game Show, and I'm sitting here with a bevy of people, which is a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, why don't instead of me trying to remember everybody, why don't we start from my left, and you can introduce yourself and uh, tell us what show you're on. Yeah, so uh, Colt Schroeder, aka the Buffalo Nerd. Uh, you guys can come hang out with me on Thursday nights live, eight Eastern. You know, my name is Sterling. Sterling's with the girls up in here. Just so y'all know. Uh, I'm on Buffalo Rumblings here. I'm Intentional Groundings. I'll be doing the pregame show every Bills game day. What, what? What is up, y'all? I am T from Not Your Average Podcast in the 716. On Tuesdays, uh, not Tuesdays, Thursdays, I go live at 2 o'clock. I drop on Saturdays. What is up, Bills Mafia? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming. I am Brando from Not Another Buffalo Podcast. We, But it is another bills it is another buffalo bills podcast yep we uh we have two shows they drop wednesday morning and friday morning we have a third member who's in nashville he couldn't make it today but this is my co-host mr pat cap right over here all right thanks i didn't have to introduce myself i appreciate it buddy it's always easier when you don't have to introduce yourself so first things first has everybody tried the new buffalo rumblings beer Woo! If you've tried the Buffalo Rumblings beer, what do you think of the Buffalo Rumblings beer? Awesome. Okay, not everybody at once. If you've tried it, let me hear a good shout, a go Bills. Give me something. Go Bills. It's really, really good. So, yeah. So, if you have not yet tried it, please make your way over to a bartender. Ask them for the new Buffalo Rumblings beer and uh, give it a a shot. It's really, really great. But we're going to do some things. We're we're live on YouTube right now, and we're going to have some conversation about Monday's game for the the one and zero Buffalo Bills, who are going to be facing off against the zero and one Tennessee Titans at home. Who's going to the game on Monday? Come on, let me hear you if you're going yeah. to the game on Monday. Home opener week is the best week of the year, without a doubt, the best week of the year. But let's start here. Uh, so I'll throw this out to you guys, uh, just because I don't necessarily know if all of you know or if they know. But the injury report today uh, came out. Dane Jackson did participate. Tim Settle did not participate. However, he said in his in his press conference or when he was asked, I will be available if they let me play. So I want to play. If they let me play, I'm going to play. Ed Oliver is a scratch. So we have no Ed Oliver at all. And Gabe Davis was added to the injury report today. Who wants to go first? Thoughts on what I just told you? I'm nervous. <laughs> Listen, I know we're deep. I know we are deep. I want Ed Oliver in there, and I understand that they don't push players if they're injured. They don't push them to, to come out there to play because we're so deep. But I think this game is going to be won in the trenches, like I said on my podcast. And I think that if Ed's not in, maybe Shaq Lawson is available, and 
listen, uh, what's his name? Jordan Phillips came out and was a dog. So that that's that's Did my you comfort blanket. Less? Did you expect anything less? No, I didn't. Two years ago, Jordan Phillips was the dog. He's a dog now. So I'm. That's my comfort, I guess. So I'm kind of all right, but I'm still nervous. But we should win this game regardless of our defense because we have Josh freaking Allen. So we're gonna be all right. We're gonna be all right, I guess. So I can go to sleep all right. No, I guess I'll take the floor here. But I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be 100. I'm not nervous at all. I mean, I, Tennessee, what? I don't even care. I'm from Tennessee, and I don't even care, okay? Because, look, Jordan Phillips is a dog, but we, I think we're forgetting about Daquan Jones. Like, Daquan Jones had a quietly – he had a really good game last week. And just like you mentioned, Josh freaking Allen, how about we give it up for Von Miller in this thing, man? Oh, yeah. Right? So, yes. I'm not really worried about what Tennessee has on that side of the ball. See, when we have Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde, they cover up everything that we might be afraid of with an injured Dane Jackson or putting out Christian Benford or Kyer Elam. So, I, and the young guys need reps. And if you're going to go up against a receiving core like Tennessee, does Robert Woods really scare you? No. Like, terrify you? I think it's good that they get the reps, especially when – we have reinforcements coming, and we have the help over the top. But like you said, Shaq Austin didn't even play last week, and he's a starter on 20 NFL teams maybe, or he's at least a rotational piece. Uh, I would caution you there. It's it's easy for us as Bills fans to be like, Shaq Lawson is a starter on 20, Bills, or 20 NFL teams, except he got cut from the last two teams that he was on. So – I don't that's think that fair. that's necessarily – and he wasn't on a team last year at the end of the season. But it might be so, just scheme, though, right? You think it was scheme? It, it could be. It's definitely not outside of the realm. Other right. than the fact that Rex Ryan drafted him to be a 3-4 defensive gotcha. end right, versus right. a 4-3 defensive end, which is what the Buffalo Bills are. So, for me, the best news of the day was Dane Jackson. Dane Jackson being available for this football game, to me, is, is the most important part. I can do one game without Ed Oliver, and this is especially – the game that I can do without Tim settle is concerning for me. It's Gabe Davis because here's the thing. And I've talked about this. About I've talked about this for the last, I said it at the top of the show. I know. I forgot. I, I forgot. It's the, a lot of noise, Joe, you know, it's, it's like a lot of noise. The, 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 <laughs> the thing about Gabe Davis for me, and I've talked about this for the last two months, especially when it came down to cut time and Sterls can, can back me up on this. And so can Colt, the Buffalo bills have three wideouts boundary receivers on their roster. Gabriel Davis, Stephon Diggs, Jake Kumaro, right? So that to me is the question. Who get, Does somebody get elevated? Doesn't Isaiah Hodgins get elevated? Do they put Khalil Shakir out there if Gabe Davis can't go? But to me, this is, this is what they were gambling. I don't think that we're going to have to worry about having four boundary receivers on our roster, on our active roster. So we're going to go with basically two because let's be honest. Is anybody up here 100% comfortable with Kumaro out on the boundary with Diggs? Well, who said Kumaro was gonna gonna take significant amount of snaps? So who is it? I think you go with a rookie. But let, I mean, I mean, look, so who got scratched? Mm. Who got scratched last week? Oh, but that's okay because everybody was healthy. But like, we gotta also remind ourselves that Tennessee is gonna be without Christian Fulton, and they're gonna right. be starting two young cornerbacks yeah. themselves. Yep. So you know, I think Crowder can play the boundary receiver, and, and so can Khalil Shakir. They've both done that in their career, whether it be college or in the pros. I'm not really concerned about that because we're not even talking about Dawson Knox, and we're definitely not talking about Stephon Dick. So I, I think Josh Allen has a bevy of talents. And if you really want to get crazy, you could throw James Cook in the slot. You know what I'm saying? Or so, on the boundary. That's right. Or on yep. the boundary. But, right. but there's that every rep. It's, it's every rep. It's every down. Who's right. the every you, down boundary receiver? Because Kumaro ain't scaring anybody. And I think there's a love fest, and I'm part of it, with Jake Kumaro. Because Bills Mafia has this feeling that if Aaron Rodgers really wants Jake Kumaro, then he must be really good. Meanwhile, the dude can't crack the lineup, right? Right? So is that fair? So I think it's going to come down to we're going to find out Monday, obviously, as far as the injury report goes and who's going to get to play and who's not going to get to play. But I think for me the most concerning thing is Gabe Davis. The thing is with Gabe Davis is there's not – Kumaro's got some size to him, but Gabe Davis is – you know what, one of one on our team who can go get a ball. If Josh throws a jump ball, he's physical off the line, whereas Diggs might 
attack with speed. McKenzie attacks with speed. I said it on our show before. Don't sleep on Crowder. He is a professional professional. Yes. Uh, putting up numbers with whatever you want to call the quarterback situation the Jets have had over the last few years. Uh, and I think coming here, like you said, the best version of Jordan Phillips, Jamison Crowder could become the best version of himself. And maybe, just maybe Kumaro could step up and be the best version of himself. We'll see. I'm not, I don't want to see him play. I would rather see the rookie get the reps. I would rather see Crowder and McKenzie get more reps. But as long as we have Steph Diggs, I'm not going to worry. It's, it's Diggs is the one that I think if we lost him, because Diggs opens up stuff for Davis. Diggs will open up stuff for McKenzie. Diggs will open up for Hodgins. So he's the guy that is the circle, the exclamation point that helps everybody else, I think. So he's the focal point. We'll see what happens with our depth. But it'll be shown on Monday. We'll see what happens. This is going to be a tight end game. Dawson Knox. I'm slaying it right, right now. This is a Dawson Knox game. He's going back home. You know what happened. It's, it's going to be emotional. This is a Dawson Knox game. Period. I like it. The crowd likes it, too. Cheers to that. <laughs> so let's start at this end. So if you're removing the injury report from the table, so what are, what are you most interested to see from the Buffalo Bills in this game outside of the injury report? Well, I guess kind of tying into the injury report, I feel like this is a totally different roster than last year, so I don't want to use that as something, you know, to compare with. But last year against this team, last year against, you know, the Colts who ran the ball super well, you know, we ran into some roadblocks. And I know this is a different team, but I'm just interested to see with a change of scheme and a a change of personnel how that goes. So, As he said, John, I love Ryan Tannehill too, but. Ryan Tannehill, most punchable face in football. So, so much so. Ryan Tannehill, most punchable face. Ryan, if you're in the room, I apologize, but you have the most punchable face in football. I hope Von Miller smashes his face into the turf on Monday. Uh, But as you said, Jonathan Taylor showed up against us. Derrick Henry showed up. What did they say? Outside of his one long run, he only averaged. Less than four yards per carry. One long run that Jordan Poyer was obviously held on and was not called. But so we get real close against these stud running backs, and it's just we bend and we don't break. And unfortunately, a missed call changed the tune of that storyline with Derrick Henry. And I think with our D line and our linebacker play just being improved based on that, you know, the levels of our defense, the linebacker Milano and Edmonds are going to have. Stronger seasons this year due to those D-line causing such havoc. And that alone, I think, will stop the big plays of Jonathan Taylor or Derrick Henry. So I, I don't expect him to run all over us. He might get his, you know, he might get some chunks, but I don't expect a 60, 70-yard run like he did last time. I think that will keep Tennessee's points down. And, and I'm excited to kind of put the end of Derrick Henry's Success over us to the to King bed. Henry. Yeah, I don't want he King Josh, not King Henry. Come on. I think for me, I'm um interested to see how the rookie is going to play the second game. Because um James Cook, I think last game was maybe a little bit overwhelming from him, and he fumbled the ball. And you know how Sean McDermott feels about fumbling the ball. You're out of here, buddy. Get out. Bye. See you later. But he came back in. Well, right? you're on the bench. You're not out of here. Right. now. you're, you're, you're not bench. out of here, but you're just go over there for a second. Go sit over there. Just don't look at me. Um, so I'm interested to see how he is going to maybe recover from what he did the first game. Can he be in a slot, the backfield, wherever? Like James Cook, I think, can be a great player in this offense. But I think that first game was a little bit overwhelming for him, but... I'm excited to see him. I'm excited to see how this running back is going to be. So the Buffalo Bills, Sean McDermott teams have traditionally protected rookies, right? So for me, I don't know that it was it was too much for James Cook. I don't know that it was overwhelming for James Cook. I think there's a great deal of what the Buffalo Bills do is they protect those young guys right. in the first one through six, one through eight games before they really kind of – they did it with Gabe Davis his first year. He was very sparingly, right, until the yes. end of the season – and then into the playoffs is when they really began to use him. Uh, but uh, but it's interesting. We do have our first Super Chat 
from the pullout king. Uh, it's good to be, good to have you in the show, pullout king. Thank you for the super chat. He says Tannehill is not in the room, but I am. Let's go Buffalo. So somewhere, pullout king, raise your hand, wave. Where are you? Where is the pullout king? Pullout king. Where are oh, you? Oh, he's now he's bashful. Okay. So, anyways, what I was saying, he, there's no truth to the name. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think there's an I think there's an aspect that they're going to continue to protect James Cook. I don't think there's a game before week eight where we see like twenty reps from James Cook. I just don't I just don't think we see it. If, if, if that makes sorry, if that makes sense. You know, I it's it's the mindset. You know, Tennessee prides themselves on being a physical football team on both sides of the ball in the trenches. And I think, you know, last year we saw the Bills be more of a, a finesse team, right? When teams would hit them in the mouth, they didn't really uh, answer the call. So I want to see what how they handle Jeffrey Simmons. They did a really good job on Eric Donald last week, you know, using uh, double teams and combination blocks on him, you know, to, to kind of offset things, using uh, the screen game and so forth. So Justin Simmons is a big physical presence. You know, I want to see, you know, can Roger Saffold, who, who practiced and played with him uh, in Tennessee, can they answer the call in terms of limiting what uh, Jeffrey Simmons is able to do? Yeah, so for me, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I think the run game is super important for this week. Uh, for me, I'm looking at our season where I'm going to walk into football games and I believe we should massacre football teams. And I want us to work on our skill sets that we're maybe not as good at. Like holding the microphone closer to your mouth. <laughs> uh, but so for me, I want to see the run game really excel this week, right? That we know Josh Allen's great. We know we can do bad. But what Sturl just said is tight, the Tennessee Titans want to come out and they want to ma- they want to mash you in the face, right? They want to eat you alive. This is why I have the mic like right next to me when I do my show. So, but for me, I want to see Devin Singletary go out this week. I want to see us push this team around, right? Like we know Josh can sling it. We know all that. When we're going to beat teams that we're going to crush, we should be working on our skill sets that we're not that great on and see how good we can really be. For so me, this week, it's a running game. Yeah, that's good. I don't know where – go ahead. Well, I just have a question. So I was looking at the stat line from the last game. Josh threw the ball 47 times, and the run game never dominated right. portions of the game until Josh was carrying the ball. Right. So that's, do you, that's pretty typical. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it got to the point at the end of last year, we saw it when crunch time came. Josh is going to take it himself when he needs to, when the team needs him. Uh, but it's going to come down to, I think, the efficiency right. is yeah. the word the whole time. And if Devin Singletary gets 10 carries, I'm totally cool with that, too. But I mean, since you're talking about the tight ends, uh, Quentin Morris is yeah, um, activated, right? Yeah, yeah. So they might even put him in a, in a personnel, you know, 22, 21 personnel to get that tight end there in there as well. Yeah, I think Gabe will play this week. I think that's going to happen. But Quentin Morris elevating is another option, right? You saw him running routes. He's, he can be productive in the space, right? And especially because these guys want to be out there, right? So he's right. getting his first shot. He's ready to roll. Yeah. Right, we're going to be fine. I think he was upset the fact that he didn't. He was fine to play, but, you know, they will pull you if they don't think you're ready. That They, they will pull you for sure. So not to – I think we there's – a, there's, a, there's a point in this that we're missing, the Tennessee Titans have to come here to Buffalo yes. on Monday night football and suit up in front right? of the mafia. So, yes. hey, Josh Allen's dope, but he's petty, too. He's a petty competitor. Yes, absolutely. And so you know the Bills losing last last year to the Titans. Hell, yeah. On a slip-up. On a you slip. You know he's going to be coming ready for that fire. So you already know. I'm excited about that. Yeah. So so this week, the Buffalo Bills versus the Tennessee Titans with the Titans coming here. The, the, the Titans are... 10 point under or the yeah, underdogs, right? So the bills are, their bills are giving up 10 points. When you think about that number, which is a huge number, an enormous number, and we'll start with you, Colt. What do the Titans have to do to overcome that like deficit, a team that, that they're going to face? That's that good. Don't show up. That's how they're going to win. They're going to win option? by not showing up. Just don't show up. I don't, don't show up. I don't, I don't, I don't, if you think about this, right? The bills above the Titans at 10 points. San Francisco's a nine-point favorite over Seattle this week, right? So numbers are kind of, like, skewed when you look at this kind of stuff. Uh, I think a lot of people believe this game is still going to be close just because of the past two years, right? I don't think so. I don't think so either, right? I said this the other night, like, I'm the old-school Bills fan, right? In the back of my head, I view this as the scary, scary situation, right? Not this week. Not anymore. This team's completely different. I called my show this week the Monday Night Massacre for a reason. I'm expecting to destroy this team. You guys scare me. 
<laughs> Dang. So if, if I'm the Tennessee Titans, the way I'm attack this Bills defense is I'm going to get Derrick Henry moving, you know, laterally, right? Getting him in space to attack the edges of the defense. You know, the Bills haven't been a perennially a good tackling football team under Sean McDermott. So I, I want to test the edges with Derrick Henry, get him going any way you can, and, and put a hurting on these Bills linebackers by just hitting them in the mouth for four quarters. I mean, honestly, that's the only way that they have a chance to win in this game. Oh, God. You, I'm an old school Bills fan, and I am not on the train. I'm not. Don't. Hey, listen. Hear me out. Um, trenches for me. Ga- this game is going to be run in, in the trenches. I'm sorry. I love defense. I am a defense. I love. De- I love defense. So for me, <laughs> for me, I think. I, 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 guys, listen. I am not a Bills fan that's like, oh, it's going to be always always 50 points, always 30 points, always this. I'm a Josh Allen fan. I understand it. We got we got Josh Allen. But Derrick Henry, and I know he's not the Derrick Henry of two years ago or a year ago, but I need you to shut him up and shut him out because I'm really tired of King Henry. Just stop him at all turns. Like, just stop Derrick Henry, and I'm good with you. Stop Derrick Henry. Henry. I think I think what's interesting about that comment though, is the Bills have focused on trying to stop Derrick Henry, and what they've done in the last two games is they've allowed Ryan Tannehill to the outside, right. to the exactly. boundaries, who has exploited them on the outside right. and run because he can run because he can run, and then he gets that smile, which makes him oh, the most punchable face that in little, football. That thing, that thing. So, Sorry. like you said, I, I second the trenches. We have some new O line pieces. Our line was in shambles last year in the beginning. We didn't have a game with the same starters, and then Ryan Bates comes in, and and it kind of solidifies things. But uh, Questenberry and, you know, Bates is solidified. Dion's got another year of development, and Mitch Morris can get out and move. And like you said, the personnel that the Bills ran with, just the power, the way that the guards can move on this team, or, or Mitch Morris can lead block, and it really helps that matchup game. And like you said, they're going to have to punch us in the mouth. But I don't know if you've seen our middle linebacker. I would never walk up to Tremaine Catching Edmonds bodies. and try to punch that man catching in the bodies. Mouth. But he's also the one that everybody bodies. wants. Bodies. Bodies. Snatching. Tremaine Edmonds is catching snatching. bodies. Always. Bodies. <laughs> but everybody wants to run him out of Buffalo. Not, not no. Every, not everyone. No, I don't. I know. He's the he's the linebacker that you need for games like this and neither. for games against the Chiefs. That's Absolutely. why he's so important, right? That's why he's Absolutely. so important. Absolutely. And uh, to have him come in, <laughs> to have him step in, and, and again, it comes from the trenches, right? Because he's going to have the space he needs to beat Henry to the outside. And Ryan, I know Pat just left, but he's a, he's he loves Ryan Tannehill. And and Tanny's wait. just fast. Wait, 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 wait. I know, I know. Dang minutes. So he he likes he's Tannehill. Lucky he left. He likes Tannehill he because he's the receiver in college, the athleticism to go from receiver to quarterback, and to be as average as possible, and to play in the NFL for twelve years, like as an average man in this world, he likes. Ryan Tannehill. Stop pointing oh. at Spence. Yeah, you're not, you're not, not, you're not, you're not the same. You're yeah. not the same. Ryan Tannehill's right. cheeks. Thank you. Thank that you. dude is straight Thank cheeks. You. First of so, all. ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned into and watching live the uh, Buffalo Rumblings. What is this? Beer release podcast special episode. And uh, put on by this man, Jay Spence the King, who you. has just joined us. So, the question was what do the Tennessee Titans have to do to beat the Buffalo Bills and overcome what Vegas is saying is a 10 point? They're a 10 point dog. Yeah, I mean, they have to have a perfect game. And I'm not, again, I, I agree with T and I agree with everybody. I'm not going to be the Bills fan that's going to come out and just be like, we're going to blow everybody out. But Tennessee is not the Tennessee of yesteryear. They're not the team that, um, they're not as physical. Last week when the Buffalo Bills went into L.A., we saw that the Buffalo Bills are now a physical team. Yeah. Last year when we faced physical teams, a lot of times we got punched in the face and it was like, yo, what the hell is happening? That's not what it's like this year. Now we're punching. Now we're kicking. Now we're slamming. That's what the Buffalo Bills are. So I don't I, honestly, I don't think uh, outside of Derrick Henry, I don't think they have the, phys- the physicality to really compete with the Buffalo Bills offense. I don't think they have the physicality to compete with the defense. Um, our defensive line is much improved. It's so much better than last year. 
We have the best safety tandem in the league. You know, our, our, our rookie cornerbacks, our rookie cornerback, he, he can't, first of all, didn't look like a rookie at all. So Cooper Cup ate last week, but guess what? The rest of the team did nothing. Bedford. I say, I say uh, they got to play a perfect game to keep it close. They going to lose either way. So they say that Tennessee has the best safety tandem. Whoever who, said who, that is who high. Said who said that? that? Hey. I'll who said any, Tennessee I, got the I, best safety I, tandem? I, I'm kind of in these Twitter spaces sometimes. And they oh, say no. That. Get off the spaces. I know. I, I know. I told you. I, I don't know, do the spaces. I know. I know. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. So we're talking about what the Buffalo Bills defense has to do to contain Derrick Henry. And one of the questions that I asked on the Hump Day Hotline with, with both of you guys was, is Derrick Henry – basically the offensive version of Aaron Donald. Like, there is no containing Aaron Donald. There is no stopping Aaron Donald. Is Derrick Henry that guy? I mean, can the Bills can the Bills contain him? Can they stop him? Can they reduce him? Yeah, they did it the last two years. Say, did the Giants well, do it? they didn't it? do it last year. We did okay, do it last outside year. Of wait, 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 outside wait, wait, of one? Outside of one? Hold on, no, 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 one. We did do it last year. And the year before. We did do it last year. Yep. If it wasn't for that one play, one play, just like the Patriots game. If they run the ball 80 times and they have two big plays, you kind of you're okay with the with the you know, with those are. numbers. Yeah, yeah but if we're, the ball, we stopped him. But if we're being honest, that's Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is that guy. Derrick Henry is the he was to me. I don't I don't I don't no, know no, no, if no. he came back from that injury. No, no, no. I mean, way. what I mean by he's that guy is I mean he he rushes the ball 19 times for two yards and then and rips off the yards. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's who he is. Yeah. That's Derrick Henry. That's, and and that's what the Bills did though. They shut him down and then even that play. Everybody, I know I'm a Bills fan. Tell me it wasn't holding. I don't know. Ask Jordan's dad. He'll tell you. <laughs> Shout out to the Poyer family. But no, tell me that wasn't holding. It was holding. So if that play was, co- if we was had a good it was, referee. It was one of two holding penalties yeah. on that play. So yeah. if we had a good referee, it, just one of them on the field. We, we don't need all of them to be good. Just one. We would have, that call would have been came back and there wouldn't have been a problem. Yeah, I mean, I, but I, we were in Tennessee. I'm in the same boat. Do any of you guys think that Tennessee might just actually come out and just try to throw the ball on us and not even really mess around with Derrick Henry? To whom, do. though? It doesn't matter to, to who. who. To, to Robert Woods? I mean, just to Robert Woods? Because Robert Woods and not the Robert Woods of what oh, we've seen. But you got, ACL. He has an ACL injury. He is not that dude. Yeah, Colt, make, Colt makes a great point. If you look at the Buffalo Bills and what they're going to be trotting on the field, right? Two rookie cornerbacks, Dane Jackson. That defensive line, Vaughn Miller, Shaq Lawson, who's an edge setter. You feel like if you look at paper, yeah, we're going to try to take it to them. The way that we're going to do that is to try to exploit those defensive backs. But Sterling, I guess the question is, the Rams couldn't do it. So are are the Titans foolish enough to think they can do it? You know why? We got two all-pro safeties. All-pro safeties. We got two all-pro safeties. Oh, he got to answer some questions, Joe. Joe, he's Drop back. The mic. Look, who, it, you said who, is, who is Ryan Tannehill going to throw the ball to? That, that's what, that's my question. Bobby Trees. Like Robert Hoods. Bobby Robert Trees. Woods. Bobby Woods. I mean, he's washed. Trey, what's it, Trey Lambert's? My man's washed. Trey Lambert's. Second is, string behind he can't Bobby. Run, he doesn't rookie, run routes right? effectively. Yeah, right. And Kyle Phillips, who was their lead receiver last week, he's out for this game. Right. So, so you're going to be throwing the ball to what tight end and, and, and a bunch of practice squad receivers? It just ain't going to work, man. It's just not going to work. So I, I think, you know, Christian Benford, Kyrie Lim, this is the game where the Bills, from a cornerback standpoint, if you want to match up in terms of, you know, press man coverage, you could do that in this game, right? So you got two big physical corners and Kyrie Elam and Christian Benford. We're not even talking about Taron Johnson up in here. I, 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 I think, know, right? I think the concern that I have with that, because I agree with you when, when it comes to press man, but when you look at Cooper Cup's touchdown last week, and, and obviously we are not – privilege to be in the play call we don't know what was called but i believe it was elam went to jam him and missed whiffed on him he's an all-poor receiver i i, I get that i get mm. that but i just there's still a level of concern that i have about you know look we're just going to go straight press we're going to go straight physical on you guys and try to win now to, to spence's point right we've got the best t- safety tandem in the nfl and they're going to cover up for a lot of mistakes uh they asked sean mcdermott this week what is it what is it about your scheme? What is it about this scheme that you and Leslie do that protects and allows those cornerbacks, no matter who you put out there, to play so well? And he didn't really have an answer because obviously he doesn't want to give that stuff he away. Don't want, but, he don't want to say that. Right, he doesn't he want to say, say right? But it's, but it's true. So right. um, 
but to Colt's point, I don't know if you want to follow up. I mean, that, that's that's something to look for. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like when you come to you watch, uh, T mentioned this already. Like Dable and the Giants shut Henry down last week, right? Right, and there's no way that that defensive line is comparable to ours. So, do you maybe like what? Remember what we did to Seattle, where we just came out and threw the ball every friggin' play, right? Like maybe they just come out and say, "Hey, you know what? I don't know that we can run on this team. Let's try those guys real quick and see if we can beat these young corners." And you never know, right? Because yes, they had great games last week, but you see rookies go up and down, right? You could catch them on a bad day, and we've seen guys occasionally even in this exceptional defense get eaten up on one side right they can get beat 10 yard chunk play 10 yard chunk play 10 yard chunk play so i'm just curious to see if tennessee because variable he's he knows he wants to come in and be that punchy in the mouth guy but he's got to look at this and go i don't think we can just walk in there and try to punch him in the mouth today because the rookies didn't do anything to lose a game right right yeah. and this is it's their first game and i think that like you said they, like you said that the rookies he, he tried to punch him and he missed I'm going to give you grace. I'm going to give rookies grace because of the fact it's your first game, right? Your first professional game. So I'm going to give you grace, but look at the tape, see what you're supposed to do, and then move forward to that. The way that you kind of talk about that, Elam got exposed a little bit to the point that it it was almost Belichick-esque that they let one guy get their yards. Like, Cup's going to get his. He's an all-pro receiver. I think they were fine with that, too, though. who else beat them? Nobody. Right. They didn't have any other, you know, gas in the tank. Nobody else could step up and make the play that they needed to change the game in their direction. But to have these corners, like you said, the roller coaster ride of a rookie corner, we saw it with Trey White against the Bengals. He had a good first couple starts. All right. And then A.J. Green came in and, and toasted him. And it never really happened again after that. They don't have AJ Green. Robert Woods is not AJ Green, and to AJ, keep AJ Brown, AJ Brown's not here either anymore, right? AJ, who? They don't have any AJs. AJ. So, so to have these corners, I think it'll be a huge game for their development because Mike Vabrel, Mike Vrabel, Vrabel, whatever. Easy for you to say, yeah. Vrabel. Vrabel. He yeah, <laughs> he's a good coach and he can get the matchups that he needs. So they might get some yards through the air. But it's not going to be enough. Even if they get 21 points, they're not going to score 30 that they need. They might cover. 10 points is a lot, like you said, to go back to your previous Big point. number. But great teams cover. We said that about our our in our show. Yes. GTC. GTC. Great teams cover. So it'll be interesting to see that development. But as Jay Spence constantly says, we have two all-pro safeties over the top. Right. So I don't care who we put out there That's at true. corner. No other team in the league could put two rookie corners out there and still feel good about how they're going to play through the whole game because they have a really nice safety net back there. Yes, yeah, super good. I would like to, if it's possible, I don't know if we can open it up to questions at some point, uh, just if anybody's got a question for the panel. I got a question. Um, yeah, so we can we can take a microphone, take T's microphone and hand it around if, if somebody's got a question. If you've got a question Raise your hand. for the panel, come see Jay Spence. And, uh, Wait, and we'll get it asked. I'm not taking over your show, but I just need to know one thing, right? You're taking what? over the show, I team. know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Joe, um, so you went somewhere. And you, I'm sorry. I was, your co-host, I was in the middle of a no, man. No, you got to answer this. You are a Ryan Tannehill fan? Well, I'll tell you what. You know how hard you it is? You got to make it short, though. You got to make it real short. You know how real hard part? it is to... Start in the SEC as a true freshman, let alone have oh, 900 God. plus receiving yards bring in the, the SEC as a true freshman. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. I'm man. not. I'm not a. I'm we're not, not saying I wish him the best at me? all. I'm just saying. Are you kidding me? From an athletic standpoint, we're not doing this. No. From an athletic standpoint, we should look at our quarterback. Sterling. You are a Sterling. fan of, of the of the <laughs> professional football team that has the most athletic quarterback. Probably in the history of the NFL. And you're riding, riding. And you're, and you're, and you're championing. And you're he's, the, he's the second best number 17 in the NFL. I'll give him that. Huh? Oh, whoa, whoa. Okay. You know what? what? No, he's the only guy. There's only two 17s. Pause, son. There's not another Pause. 17. Oh, no, no, no. Justin Herbert. Hey, first of all, there are so many seven. There are receivers with 17. We got Devontae Adams. Are y'all really kidding me right now? Are y'all really kidding me? I think a quarterback. But wait, real quick. I do want to take I want to take a quick moment and give a shout out to Rooted in Love. I want to give a shout out to Buffalo Weck. 
I want to give a shout out to the Poyer family that's in the building. Joe Cruz. Jordan Poyer's father is here. His brother is here. His team. We want to show love to our all pro safety and his family. If there's any questions, I'm about to walk around with the mic. Let's get some questions for the panel. So, yeah, so you have to get my attention somehow when we do this. So when we're talking about defensive, which we've kind of put to bed a little bit, we, we switch over to the offensive side of the ball. You know, Sterles did a little bit of research for me, which I appreciate. You know, the Titans, uh, they gave up over 400 total yards of offense last week to the Giants. Obviously, Saquon Barkley, what was it, 135 yards before being touched? It was something stupid. They also, the defense, their defense had five sacks, eight pressures, and two hits. What do we see from this Bills offense in this football game against that defense? Anybody? More of the same from last week. You don't change anything. I, I talked about this the other night, too, and it's kind of that thing. I, I want the Bills this year. We're not game planning. We're not doing anything until somebody can prove they can stop what we do. Right? Like, that's that's how I want to function. We're going to walk out there and just keep doing the same thing so we keep getting good at it. Repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, until the NFL shows us they can stop us. We do this in the NFL all the time where coaches are like, oh, we got a scheme. We got to change up what we're doing because this team's good at that. Nah. Not with Josh Allen, not with this wide receiver crew, not with the best offensive line I think we've had in a long time. I don't know if you guys agree with that, but that, that's where I stand on this. We come out and we just do exactly what we did last week until they show us they can stop it. It's good. Anybody else? I like what you said. I was listening to WGR a little bit this week, and they were talking a lot about how do you – what's the blueprint to beat the best teams in the NFL? And, and Patrick Mahomes, he might have a blueprint – too high safety shell. Josh Allen beat that last week to like a bloody pulp. It wasn't even a contest. So there's not really a, a strict blueprint. I mean, we still had four turnovers and we still put up over 30. So to have Josh hit that next level of maturity to where he can check it down on to James Cook or to Crowder or to McKenzie out of the backfield. And to, to get that next wrinkle in our offense is really exciting to see because the first time that uh, – who, who did we play last week? Oh, my goodness. Rams. Who, the Rams. Yeah, the Rams. The, the first see, it's, time it's – oh yeah. Cut him off. The first time – yeah, that, I'm out of here. It's that beer. The first time the Rams came out of that cover two shell, they hit Gabe Davis deep. So it was one time that it took for them to come down and put pressure for Josh to capitalize on that. So I want to know, you kind of said it, the D-line for Tennessee, how they're going to play the game, because I don't think they get pressure with four due to our new and improved offensive line. So I, Josh is going to cook, and, and he's going to have a feast The on fact Monday. that Josh was getting the ball out so quick, 2.2 seconds, that – and you – in the checkdowns, like – and not even that, Diggs was lined up all over the field. He wasn't just, you know, where he normally is on the out. He was in the slot. He was everywhere. So if Josh continues to get that ball out and take those checkdowns, whatever, he could be Tom Brady, check down Tom Brady, check down Josh Allen. I'm good with it. You don't always have to reach. You bring him in, you, like he told Diggs, in the huddle. We changed it. We changed the plan, the um, the, the game plan. I mean, the um, oh, brain fart right now. The play in the huddle, and he just told him to run. And he took it over the top. Boom. No? Anything? I know. I know. Justice. No, I mean, yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think you, if you're the Bills, you want to try to establish your run game. I, I think that's important because as much as we love Josh Allen, we can we, give him the ball all day long. We've been saying that for four years. <laughs> but but now we have the offensive line to do it, and we finally Fair. have a true. complete running back backfield that can, that, also can, true. that can do those things. So. You know, I want to see more Devin Singletary this game, whether, you know, if you hand him the ball off or give him the ball in space. Uh, but, yeah, I think establishing the run game is, is, is super pivotal here. Uh, but I'm not really, you know, I'm not really concerned. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we heard that at the top. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't concerned. I mean, they ain't, they ain't scaring nothing over here. You know what I'm saying? So I think the Bills going to get it by a billion on Monday. Ladies and gentlemen, Bills you, by are, billion, baby. you are tuned into the Buffalo Rumblings Beer Release Pod. Uh, with a megapod, a panel of dudes, and a girl. And uh, we got our first question from the crowd. This is Justice from the Buffalo fan base. I hope we can hear you. Uh, what's up, everybody? How y'all feeling tonight? Hey. Go Bills. All right. Um, so I got a question. We got the number one defense in the entire NFL, right? 
that just shut down the defending Super Bowl champions, what pathways are there supposed to be for the Titans to score any points in this game? What what is supposed to make me believe that the Bills will not pitch a shutout? There's not one. Uh, you might get Derrick Henry if there's a bad call. We've talked about it already. Uh, you know, the NFL referees miss things quite often for being professionals. Uh, not to make excuses for the team, but what, what else do you see? I mean, outside yeah. of something fluky so, to happen. I mean, some yeah, trick plays. So here, it, it, it comes down to tackling. It comes down to playing disciplined football. So, you know, if your linebackers are not in the proper gaps, if they, if they aren't doing their proper assignments, the tight ends could eat us up. Short little passes and miscues can actually eat us up. So, you know, this is the NFL and every team is good. You know, the margin of error, you know, is very slim, right? You know, it's a league of parity. So, I mean, as much as I want to say the Bills are going to win by a billion, which they are, but we saw Jacksonville last year. Right. And some other games where, you know, it just didn't go our way. So uh, I don't think that's going to happen this week. But I mean, I wouldn't be it wouldn't be crazy if the Titans score 17 points. Yeah. Vrabel is a defensive head coach. Right. And the thing that he has done well against the Bills, and I already said it, is he takes advantage. He takes advantage of the fact that the Bills are an over pursuing defense. They just are at multiple levels. So he's going to do that. He's going to challenge them to stay in their gaps. He's going to challenge them to stay like in their fits and in their lanes. And he's going to move Tannehill out because that's what he does. And when Tannehill gets outside, he's going to toss it over the top of somebody to the second level or he's going to run. That's how they've done it the last two times against the Bills. And not even that. Let's just be quiet. And I know we're all fans like we're Bills fans. We want a shutout. Right. But let's be honest. This this is a great this is a great. This is a this is a disciplined team. Like this is a well-coached team Tennessee Titans is a well coached team by uh Mike Brable and I probably pronounced his name wrong that's it that's it uh, okay cool so it's a, it's a well listen I don't come at me you, I'm not you're, I'm you're, not you my sister I got you you're scaring me um <laughs> but it's a well coached team and I do want them to shut them out but the possibility of the Bills coming out 31 to 0 or 41 to 0 or 70 to 0 is Listen, it's 32 teams, and they all get checks. So, yes, I want it to be zero, but I don't think it will be. It doesn't even matter. If they get up 13 nothing and can't hold on against the Giants, I'm not super. Right. I, I mean, know. it's also game weird. one. Sorry. I just wanted to give my prediction because I'm not going to be up here a lot more. So, like, for me, it's going to be 35 to 14. I just got done talking to some people. And I, so, the, this is the first thing. We have one of their best offensive linemen now. So, like, so something that's not being talked about, which my man Jeremy just brought up to me, is, like, now the re- part of the reason why Henry was Henry last year is because they had great offensive linemen. You lose an all-pro or a, a pro-pro caliber left guard, he's gone. Is Henry really Henry from last season after that surgery or after that injury? You got the re- We actually have two, David Sorry? Quisenberry and Roger Seth. Right, so we, we have, have two. two of their guys. And, like I said, Henry was injured. So he's not going to be the guy – he just got shut down by the Giants. Are we kidding me? Are y'all kidding me? He got shut down by the Giants. The Giants. The Giants. The Giants. The Giants. The New Jersey Giants. They're buns. They're not our cousins. I don't. I don't. I don't claim them. We are not really the same Mississippi. Yo, love it's y'all. Not Mississippi. <laughs> I got you. All right, my bad. <laughs> so with that, we've got about ten minutes left. Uh, is there a topic that any of you want to bring up before we get into like predictions and whatnot? I like what Jay Spence just said because great teams cover. I'm going to keep saying it over and over. Win by 10. Hashtag great teams cover. This is the Bills homecoming game. Is it not? It is. Bills homecoming game. wildest dreams land. What is it? Hashtag wildest dreams land. You got it. (laughs) Up top. You got it right. Anybody? Topic? Anybody? Uh, Anything you want to bring up to the panel? I think we just do score predictions. Let's do Josh Allen's stat line and the game prediction. Oh my God! We good on that? We give. I'll give picks. We can give picks. Yeah. Josh Allen stat line. So let's do. Let's get, let's do Josh Allen stat line game prediction. We'll, well yeah, we'll, we'll finish. It. So yeah. All right. Um, well, I'm looking at only first half stats right here because I think Matt Barkley, Case Keenum come in play the second half. But 
Oh my God. Hot take. You don't think no, too highly no. of Ryan Tannehill. No, you I'm know. Kidding. Second best number 17 is going to be out of it at the half? Wait a minute. What I don't know. Freak? But I mean, I like it. I love it. At this point, I, I think we are really excited to see the Bills run the ball. So I don't really care if, you know, passing attempts under 40. Um, I don't know. Maybe 32 for 39. I don't know. 280, two tutties. It's not bad. You know what? Score, did you get a score? Score, score. In there? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't want 28, 28, 17. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the boys in uh, white and blue some game. cred here. Don't want two possessions. Still, like still covered by one. Because great teams cover. Pat. Great teams cover. Great teams, <laughs> great teams cover. I'm gonna say Josh threw it 47 times last year. We're not going to throw it 47 times this year. He's not going to have to throw it 47 times this year. He's going to be efficient. He's going to break the 300 mark, though, I, I would say. So I'm going to say 29 of 39, 305 yards, three touchdowns, one on the ground. 39 to 29. No, his his, his stats? Oh, no, no, 29, 29 of 39 29. completions. Okay, I was like, what a score. 29 of 39. 300 yards. Yeah, right. That's a score. Got That's me right a score. There. Yeah. Prime numbers. <laughs> no, That's no, no. So, and for the total, I'm looking at about 35 21. All right. I don't like doing Josh Bills. Allen stats. And my podcast don't do stats. So, um, I'm going to say 27 to 31. Josh, 300 yards. He's going to throw four touchdowns. And whatever that score of four touchdowns is, that is what, how we're winning. Period. But Cook is going to get his first touchdown this game. You heard it here first. Listen, and if I do that, y'all owe me a beer. Yeah. (laughs) So Cook is going to have his first touchdown this game, but Josh is going to cook for sure. And I got him three three hundred yards. I think I'm in. I think I'm in around thirty-five seventeen. Isn't that what I said on Wednesday? Thirty-five seventeen. Buffalo Bills. Uh, over the Tennessee Titans in this game. Josh Allen, to me, I think he's going to have a good game. I think that uh, there's just something about what we're seeing from him in a maturation standpoint, what we're seeing from him just in regards to, you know, the I'm going to use the, the phrase, the eye of the tiger, right? There's just something about what we saw from him last week in the Rams and the physical game he played and jumping up laughing like a psychopath. Um, for me, I... I, I got him probably around 340. I think he's going to put up about 340 yards. I'm telling you right now, I'm one of those fans that are still stuck. I I, I, titter, I teeter-totter on Josh, because I've been through the Jim Kelly um, ages, right? So I teeter-totter because I've seen it, right? I was well, I there. Like, last you're week. old like me? Yes, I am. I'm never, I will never tell my age, but yes, I am. I'm like 35. I was in the Kelly years. I'm older 30. than you. I'm what? Back, I'm back yeah. live years as well okay uh, hey i'm with it but i teeter totter because i've seen it right i agree the rams game I, yeah. I i went to a close game with the rams right yeah. because i didn't believe we could do i it. did not believe it but i watched it now i'm gonna believe it right aren't we supposed to believe i mean right. <laughs> <laughs> bills by a billion <laughs> burn it burn it all burn it all right so yeah all right, so I'm going to get us up on out of here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much uh, for tuning in and hanging out and being in the crowd. We love every single one of you guys, Bills Mafia. If you are looking for someplace for extra content, there is a lot of different networks that are actually in uh, in the room right now as well as on this panel. So this is largely Buffalo Rumblings, but built in Buffalo sitting next to me. Yes. Uh, Justice from Buffalo fan base is in here. Yes. Uh, I don't know. There's probably some other folks that are up in here, but there is great content out there that isn't just necessarily attached to Mafia Talks. A, the Mafia Talks that isn't necessarily attached to a radio station or a cable TV network. If you want Bill's coverage, if you want Bill's content, it's out there. You just got to go get it. It's on YouTube. It's in podcast form. Uh, one more time. Let's just uh, go around the, the, the thing here. We'll start down there with you guys who you are, where they can find you, your show, et cetera. All right. Hey, thank you guys for listening. I'm Pat Caprio with Not Another Buffalo Podcast. Uh, Jay Spence, big thanks for uh, sitting in for me when I had to use the uh, bathroom. All right. Brando, give him the one-two. The (laughs) one-two. The one-two-three from our third member who's not here. But this is awesome that you all came out here. The new beer. Look at the sticker on the can. Like, look at that. I think Buffalo that's sweet. Rumblings. It's wonderful. Like, like he just said right there. So it's Not good. Another Buffalo Podcast. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday episodes drop. Check us out. Everybody on here has got something 
Awesome to say. Tune in every day. There's new content drop. And on to you. Thank you. So, again, I am not your average podcast in the 716. I, me and Mike, we host our show on Thursday. We go live. Then we drop it on Saturday. We are on the Building Buffalo Network. This is an honor for me to be here. I love my brothers, Joe, Jay Spence. I just met you guys today. Not your average. Not another. Not another. <laughs> my bad. It's like, dear God, not right. another. <laughs> right. Sterling, Cole, it's an honor. I thank you guys. So, yeah. So before we get on out of here, I, we do have a couple amazing uh, people that are helping with this event. I wanted to bring up a representative from Rooted in Love, as well as my man Will from Fans of Buffalo. So if you're going to be traveling at all this year for any of the away Bills games, you want to get in touch with my man Will. Will, come on up real quick. Let him know what you got. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing out there? Can I get a go Bills? Go Bills. Go Bills. Hey, so I'm Will from Fans of Buffalo. Just trying to make it as easy as possible to go on the road. I hit up all the Bills backers. We make one big tailgate. All you can eat, all you can drink. Just try to bring fans together on the road. I know how it's tough to play traveling. If you don't want to do that, hit me up. There's a lot of great people out here that we linked up with. My man, Jay Spence, allowed us to be out here. And last night with the karaoke. He's doing great things. I love him. We're building... A fucking big network. <laughs> Family You're show, good. bro. You're Family good. show. He enjoys the Buffalo Rumbling beer. Thank you, man. <laughs> Let's go. Let's Thank go. Appreciate you, man. Go Bills. And then we have Mother here from Rooted in Love. Let her have some words. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Um, we want to just thank you, Jason, for having us here tonight. Um, if you're not familiar with Rooted in Love, we have a table set up over there explaining what we do in the community. And we have some koozies for your beer. Just stop by, say a word. But we're here for the community. We wanted to thank everybody who donated to us. It's for the community, and we just want to continue to spread the love. And we thank you again for tonight's support. Thank you, everybody. Uh, and I want to shout out... And I want to shout out Don Brown real quick. And then before we go, we got Sterling the coat. Okay, real quick, and I get hey, 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 hey. Where can they find you, Sterls? Uh, Titular Grounding is where you can find me on Twitter at Furl Sterling. My show airs every Bills game, so I'll be doing the pregame show. Sterling on the pregame, Colt. Yeah, uh, you guys can find me at the Buffalo Nerd. Come hang out Thursday nights live, eight Eastern. I know Richard Rush, a bunch of the guys are in here. Thanks for being here, everybody. Really appreciate it. You know, this is an awesome opportunity. I know Matt Warren's in here. Thanks to everybody that's been building Buffalo Rumblings for friggin' ever to give us this opportunity. And go Bills. Go Bills. And my name is Joe Miller, and I uh, do a couple different shows. I do the overreaction postgame show that immediately follows Bills games uh, Sunday nights, 8 o'clock, generally, if it's on a 1 o'clock game. I also host the Off Tackle with John Fina show, and I do the Humpty Hotline with that beautiful man over there. That's my brother, Jay Spence the King. Super good, good, or super huge shout out to Resurgence Brewery. Yes. If you have not tried the uh, Buffalo Rumblings beer yet, you Try need to get it. a glass of it. It's super, super good. But uh, for it's me, good. for the panel, for Jay Wait. Spence the King, what? Where's Where's John? He's not here. He I didn't make the see trip. John. For every <laughs> For everybody here, we love you guys. Give me a go, Bills in the room. Everybody, go Bills. Go, go Bills. Bills. Come on, one more time. Go, go Bills. Bills. Go Bills.